what's up, everybody, and welcome back to Hey, What You Watching, the weekly podcast where Marcelo Pico and I discuss the films we've been watching. Welcome to episode 49, Justin Timberlake and the Podcast Kids. <laughs> I, I'm your host, Matt Curione, and with me as usual is... Hey, it's your co-host, Marcelo Pico. How you doing, Matt? Good. That's the good title. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, uh, Matt gave us two options, and that's the one we're going with. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> it's it's a nice, brisk Sunday night. It is. We're getting into that season. It is that season. It, it, we're a week away from Christmas time. Oh, boy. Santa's coming. <laughs> Santa is fast approaching. Uh, he's going he's, he's to break into all of our homes. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we should be telling our kids. <laughs> uh, Santa Claus is a madman who breaks into our homes. And, and if you... And if you don't leave milk and cookies, he does something terrible. <laughs> yes, he leaves coal uh, in your stocking. You you may think it's coal. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, <laughs> could be any anything really. So, Matt. So okay, I was going to ask you how the heck are you? I was going to ask you how are you? Uh, I'm actually I'm I'm actually well I'm doing I'm great great. Uh, I'm actually doing really um, I'm good. I'm actually doing pretty good. Oh God, we're we're answering each other's questions at the same fucking time. Okay, this fine, is, you go first. This is, this is a nice uh, bit. All right, go first. It is. It's a good bit. It's it, it's a good bit, Brent. Um. Anyway, no. Uh, I'm having a great day. Finally, had time to put up the Christmas tree. Um. If you check out my Twitter feed, you'll be able to see the uh, bitch and ornaments that I have. Um. There's a xenomorph on my tree. I'm kind of happy with that. It's good times. Uh. It's almost Crimbus. <laughs> <laughs> I have never had a tree uh, while living on my own. That's a shame. Uh, because uh, when I first started living by myself, I figured, what's the point? And then when I had uh, you know, people living with me, we had animals, and I'm sure they would have knocked the tree over and caused a whole bunch of mess. So, yeah, I, 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 and I can't have them now because my cats would destroy them. So, uh, we, have, you know, we, have, we have ours up on a table, so the dog will no. not get to it. My my cats would would definitely jump on that table, knock the tree over, uh, cause havoc, probably burn the house down, chew the wires. Oh, um, okay. It's, we'll talk about that a little bit. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll, but we'll uh, but yeah. So yeah, Wait. Uh, you don't have a tree. I, I have a tree. It's Christmas, and you're in Texas. That's the setup. <laughs> yeah, that's who we are. It's uh, it's 39 degrees right now, which is the coldest it's been all year. Here. Oh wow, good for you. Yeah, um, uh, and yeah, I'm I've been inside all day. Nice, lucky. And, yeah, I know. I I haven't gone out uh, and uh, braved the cold. Um, the cold. How, 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 cold <laughs> how cold is it over where you are, Matt? Yesterday it was about 20 degrees. Ooh. Today that, today it was 65. We will never see that low of 20. Uh, Cl- I think. Cl- it was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday was twenty. Today was sixty-five. Climate change is a myth, and everything's happy. <laughs> a week ago, it was about seventy-five here. So. Jesus Christ! Okay, yeah. good for you. Yeah, and actually, uh, two days ago, uh, it was getting you know pretty warm in the house, and I might, and I was thinking of turning on the AC. So, um, yeah, uh, we're fucked. So, <laughs> with that, what a lovely world we live in. Let's just but hey, let's talk but hey, about. But wait, holy shit! Episode forty-nine. What? Oh yeah, we're, we're getting the there, man. We're on the precipice of episode fifty. Wow. I mean, what? What a time it's been, right, Matt? What a time to be alive, my friend. What a, what a time, time to be alive. To be alive. Been doing this for almost fifty episodes. 
for uh, a year and a half. About a year and a half. Uh, our website, thetalkfilmsociety.com, is a month old. Yes, a lot look of at, anniversaries. Look at us. Look at us. We're becoming legitimate. We are. We are so legit, as the kids say. Too legit, almost. Too quit. Keeping it 100. No, it's too far. <laughs> okay, Sorry. So. Sorry, fam. <laughs> Please continue keeping it woke. Okay, Matt? Please clap. Okay, where, where were we? <laughs> okay, so yes, 49. We're happy about it. Uh, I, I hope you all enjoy episode 50 next week. With our special guest, mm-hmm. uh, I am planning some surprises. We'll oh see how it goes. boy, Matt has no idea. Um, and I am like, I'm both excited and terrified. I like that. I, I've been trying to uh, contact guests. Not sorry, uh, listeners of the show. Some of them are guests. You know, who knows? <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, I'll leave it at that. And I, I hope to have it ready by episode fifty. So, yes, it's a mystery. Oh boy! Uh, even Matt doesn't know, so I'm scared. <laughs> it, it's gonna be fine. Um, if, okay, it, if it's a severed head, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Yes, I'm. I'm asking listeners to send me their severed heads, <laughs> so I can send them straight to you, Matt. <laughs> oh, uh, thanks. So, yeah, so you can open it up while we're recording episode 50. That's your surprise. Oh boy, I can't wait. <laughs> and on that note, let's talk about episode 49. Let's talk oh, about the shall movies. We? The movies in which we'll be discussing this week. Yes, uh, let's head on down to Matt's Riddle Corner, where I give cryptic clues uh, about what films we'll be talking about this week. Uh, Well, we're going to be talking about two people who are starstruck in Los Angeles, I think. I haven't seen that yet. And then we're going to talk about a really kick-ass buddy cop movie starring a bunny. And then we're going to hang out with some giant worms. And then we're going to go into Dreamland. And then we're going to hang out uh, with Blake Lively in a society. And then there's going to be a big old battle. They're going to hang out with uh, Mrs. Chris Pratt at a uh, sorority house, I think. And then we're going to talk about the unsinkable ship. And then we're going to have fun with uh, in uh, Dulles Airport with uh, John McClane. Then we're going to hang out with the Griswolds. And then we're going to go down to Tennessee with Justin Timberlake. And then we're going to talk about, oh yeah, Paul Verhoeven. And then we're going to go to Galaxy Far, Far Away and discuss Star Worms. Star Worlds. Star Wars. <laughs> One of those things. Yes. Um, yeah. There's another movie we'll, we'll be talking about, Star Worms. It's different. We should reveal, at least for the listeners who are hoping for us to discuss Rogue One in detail, uh, wait for our conversation at the very end, where, yes, uh, Star Worms will be discussed. Uh, Actually, that's the third movie, is Star Worms. <laughs> there are worms in in Rogue One, right? That, oh, I guess that guy's not really a worm. He's just a... A slug type character. Oh, you know, no, no spoilers at this point. Sorry, folks. Ah, uh, yes, you mean the character that made me want to watch Dune? Yes, of yes. course. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll <gasps> oh, spoiler! <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that in detail at the very end of the show. So sweet. If you really want us to to talk about Star Wars? And actually, you know, I, I I'm sure our guest has watched Rogue One by now, right? Guest, just just say one word, yes or no. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. I was worried there for a second. We'd have a guest on who had not seen Star Wars, and we'd be spoiling it for them. Uh, but no, that's not the case. So fast forward to the very end. If you just do not want to hear us talk about all of these great movies and just want to hear us talk about Rogue One in detail. So there you go. That's as much as I'll give you. Um, now, Matt. That's, that's all you're getting. Yeah. Sons of bitches. 
Again, I think we hate our listeners. I love my listeners. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a kindly old Scrooge character who sure. I, I pretend to hate them, but real deep down, I, I love them all. And they're all invited over for coffee. You know, you know co- coffee not included. Bring your own coffee. Te- technically, this is, this is our Christmas episode, since we won't be releasing an episode until after Christmas. This is true. So, so episode 49 is our Christmas special, so... Maybe one of us will be visited by a ghost, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll find the error in our ways and, and buy a turkey dinner for the, the impoverished. So a, a maybe fine, that'll happen a by the A fine Christmas goose. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> will that happen? Stay tuned. And we'll now, see. Now, are we going to introduce a, a ghost or a guest, Matt? Is oh, it, is I don't know. Ghost, Which one? The ghost of Christmas past or the guest of Christmas present? I believe it's the guest of Christmas present. Uh, well, today we have a returning guest. Uh, he was last on the episode, episode 14, which seems like, oh, I don't know, eons ago. Uh, welcome back, Ryan Hess. How you doing, Ryan? Well, hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Ryan. It was, it was actually episode 13, uh, entitled Legends of the Podcast, The Hosts of Gahul. Yes, the Owl movie. Oh, yeah. yes. It was back, uh, back in April. Uh, Jesus, of, uh, this past year. So, it's been a while, Ryan. Thanks for coming back on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, it. Yeah, it's been. Oh, it's been many episodes. We've uh, we've grown, right, Matt? Since since we've, thirteen. Oh, most definitely. We actually have a format. Um, yeah. We. Uh, <laughs> I actually have a decent microphone. Uh, it's it's quite the time to be alive. Yeah, yeah. You know, when when you were first on Ryan, this was a shambles of a show. We didn't. We, I mean, I think we just started that episode. Just hey, here's Ryan. Let's just talk about movies. But now, I mean, we have as as you've heard, Ryan. We have like a like a like an intro where we just talk about nonsense, banter. Have, yes, we have banter. Yes, the banter section. Then we have Matt's Riddle Corner, and then we have now the the segment we're in now, which is introducing the guest. And now Matt. I mean, he, Ryan, you have not been uh, around for this. Ryan, uh, it's time for a segment in which Matt will ask you some questions, right, Matt? Yeah, welcome back to Get to Know Ya, where we get to know our guests to make sure they're not just some cyborg uh, from the future sent to destroy us all. <laughs> are you ready to be, Ryan, are you ready to be Get to Known? Oh, sure, let's do it. All right. Uh, real quick, I ask this of a lot of people uh, What is the first movie you ever remember seeing in a theater? Oh jeez! Um, wow, it's been a while. Um, probably Hercules, maybe. Oh, the Disney, Disney one. Animated, yeah, the Disney animated one. That's maybe. yeah. That's that a, sounds. That's a movie that I've always wanted to see, but just have never seen it. Oh really? Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's. No, there must be something earlier than that. Now that sounds right, though. Huh? Yeah, I guess it's that one. Oh wow! Yeah, I've I've I not. That's one of the few Disney films I haven't seen. Wait, uh, which one is it? The Disney animated Hercules. Oh yeah, I think I saw that one. I think they showed us that in school for some reason. That- I don't know why. Well, well, they showed you that one because the Rock Hercules wasn't out yet. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. yeah uh, and I should, I should, uh, I should phrase it as uh, yes, they showed it to me in school uh, last semester. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind then. Uh, so there's no, no excuse. I'm- I'm kidding, of course. It was, oh, okay. in, I think, middle school or high school. Oh, okay, but yeah, right. I, uh, I mean, I mean, Matt, you should know this by now. I'm not a huge fan of Disney movies, or yeah, I know. Yeah, I guess not. It's not that I'm not. I'm not a huge fan. It's just I haven't really seen a lot of them, and I just couldn't be. Um, 
they're not my forte. They're not something I'm I'm craving. So, um, I mean, I mean, Ryan, I mean, do you have an, uh, a a a big opinion on Disney movies? You know, I grew up with Disney movies, and uh, they there there are certain ones that I kind of hold close to my heart. But um, like, I don't I don't know. They're they're just kind of there. <laughs> I, I enjoy them. I don't have anything against them. So. Yeah, they're they're good. I like them a lot. There you go. And I I realize that we're we're gonna be talking about a Disney movie later on that I'm head over heels about. So yeah, in about ten minutes we're gonna be talking about, about minutes, maybe less than that. <laughs> less than that. Okay. Uh, so there you go. And Matt, of course, you love Disney movies. Uh, yes, I do. I adore them. Yes. Uh, what's your favorite? Uh, by the way, for those who don't know, uh, it's either Beauty and the Beast or Lilo and Stitch. Okay. Solid picks. I have not seen one of those. I know you haven't. Uh, it, br- it breaks I, my heart. <laughs> uh, I'll just let the guess, uh, the uh, I'll let the listeners guess which one I haven't seen. Uh, Do so, you have a question okay. for Ryan? Uh, how about this, Ryan? Uh, okay, here, here. How about this? Um, what movie that's coming out next year are you looking forward to? Oh, jeez. On the spot, what is coming out next year? There's so many things. Um, what am I looking forward to the most? Well, there's uh, I mean, I'm always a big fan of the uh, superhero type stuff. Marvel movies are always fun. Um, what else is coming out? I'm trying to think. I, I, I bring it up because it, it's something uh, the writers from TalkFromSociety.com were, were wondering oh. about it too. Um, uh, we uh, I can I can toss a few out Ryan and 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 see, and see if any uh, pique your interest. Okay. Uh, I mean that new War for the Planet of the Apes movie is coming out. I'm excited about that. Mm. Uh, the new Edgar Wright movie Baby Driver is coming out. I'm excited about that. Uh, Matt, uh, do you have any? Yes. Alien Covenant. Okay. Oh, there you go. Alien Covenant. No, so I'm sure you're excited for uh, Blade Runner. 2049, uh, right? Very excited for Alien Covenant, Blade Runner 2049, and how could I forget? Uh, Star Wars. <laughs> oh, of course. Episode 8. Yes. Episode 8. Title not known. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I forget what, what title's floating around. It's something... It's like... Uh, the, I don't know. I forget. It's like The Force Returns or something. It's, Is it The Empire Strikes Back Again? No. <laughs> I don't think that's it. Because <laughs> if it's not, god damn it. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, Ryan. So, hmm. Oh, go, go ahead, Ryan. Well, you know, there's always the uh, the movie event of the year will be Fast and Furious Eight, now titled yes. Fate of the Furious. Oh my God, Fate yes, of the Furious. Yeah, there's a submarine I... now. <laughs> They're fighting a submarine. I can't wait. I... Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's insane. The oh. best family series. Oh, oh. yes. It's all about family. Family, family yep. It's great. I can, I can mention one that I know that Matt will get really upset about. Oh, I know exactly what you're going to mention. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Kingsman. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. The first one was so much fun, though. Was it? It, it was. Yeah, I had a good time. For the, sure. for the most part, uh-huh. it was fun. Come yeah. on. Yeah, it was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it was so time. much fun. I didn't want to cry okay. at all. <laughs> okay, how, how about how about uh, is is it John Wick two? Is that next year? Oh my God, yeah. yes! Yeah, that'll be good. February, yeah, that's gonna be amazing. That'll be excellent. That's yeah. February. Wow, that's soon. I can't wait for that. <laughs> there you I go. I believe it's in February. Uh, but yeah, 
Oh boy, yeah, it's gonna it's, be a pretty good year. It's gonna be uh, a good one. It's gonna be a good one. All right, uh, Matt, you have another question? I don't. We've <laughs> <laughs> got to know Ryan. <laughs> hey, if you want to know more about Ryan, go back and listen to episode. Uh, what was it? Episode thirteen of Hey, What You Watching? <laughs> go back to Hey. You know, there's an easy way of doing it, folks. Go to talkfromsociety.com. Uh, search, oh yeah, yeah. Search Hey, What You Watching? Episode thirteen. Uh, and there you go. You'll listen to it right there and then. Right. Sweet. Yes. We have a website now. <laughs> it's a, that's one big change, Ryan, since uh, last time you've been here. We have a website. We're writing for it. Uh, moving on so, up. Yeah, moving on up to the website side of things. My cat's <laughs> name is Mittens. <laughs> Matt, it's time for the meat of the show. Oh, the sandwich bits. Yes. So I'm very excited for this, and I'm actually also extremely jealous uh, about the first film on the docket. Uh, <laughs> you two jerks saw La La Land. Oh yes, yes, yes. The two of us, um, not, not together, but separately. Uh, first off, I hate you. Second off, <laughs> tell me all about it. Okay, let me go first, um, and <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll I won't get uh, too much into it because I did spend about 40 minutes um, as a guest on the show The Filibuster uh, uh, hosted by our, our good friend Mike Schindler where I discussed ah uh, yes I, dis- I discussed La La Land there um, yeah I am there's no way no other way of putting it I think this is my favorite movie of the year a uh, f- few movies I've uh, I've seen that have affected me this deeply uh, visually stunning Musical numbers, outstanding. I mean, the song lurks. Oh, everything works. Uh, performances, yes. Uh, Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling, uh, made for each other on screen. It's like their third on-screen romance. Um, they have natural chemistry. It's on there. Um, oh boy, what else? Emma Stone herself, like her performance. Uh, it. During one song, she she manages to wipe the floor clean. Other you know, performances of the year, she's like top tier. Oh, fantastic! Ah, she's top tier. She, she she's moved up to like one of the greatest working actresses, I think. Uh, I mean, I, I'm going into this knowing I love the music. Yeah, you you've listened to uh, the soundtrack, and I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, I'm sure you listened to one song of hers, and I'm, I'm sure you know which one it is where. She she puts her all in there, and you've heard it, Matt. You haven't seen it. When you see it, holy shit! It's it's it. I I was a wreck by the end. Um, but yeah, ah, La La Land. I can't wait my, to cry my eyes out. I'm pretty sure it's my favorite movie of the year. I need to see it again uh, to to really to to cement my position on it. So yeah, that's La La Land for me. Because you know me, I I love musicals. Oh, you're gonna love this. I'm betting you're gonna love this, um, all Ryan. Right. Okay, uh, that was my position. Yes. It's 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 pretty leaning to the positive. Uh, Ryan, what mm. did you think of La La Land? So I went into this movie not knowing really anything about it. I had heard people that uh, whose opinions I respect have been really hype about it throughout the whole year, uh, and then people who had finally seen it in other countries and everything. So I was just like, I'll just go to it. Let's let's have a good time. So I go into this movie, and the the very first musical number which is like an ensemble kind of thing it's it's just like musicals are just so infectious to me and i've just it just it, it just filled me with joy this movie Th- like the whole time like this is probably the happiest i've been in a theater in like years maybe like, <laughs> I was just, I, uh, it was so 
it was such a good time. Like I, I was just, like, like every number in the film is just one after the other. Is just so such such good performances and man, it's just like, it's it's really great. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like just just the way the way the characters communicate with each other through their movements and the dancing and the singing is just it's a it's a really good experience. Yeah, I oh, have... probably yeah. Oh, go, go ahead, Ryan. I was just gonna say, probably my favorite of the year too. Like, I I need to go and rewatch a couple things, but it's it's up there for sure. Yeah, I have not stopped listening to the soundtrack since watching <laughs> it, like uh, three days ago now. Um, yeah, it's I I've said this a few times now um, on a few podcasts in the last week because I've been on a few podcasts. I just realized, um, but it, it's like to, this year seems like the year of like the musical for me. Mm. Um, uh, or at least songs with like music that I absolutely love. I, <laughs> I did not have this last year. I, I can't think of like a, of a, of a movie that had, you know, songs I, I, I go back to as often as like this year. Cause I, this year I have pop star. I love those songs. I have, uh, <laughs> Moana. I love those songs. I love La La Land and I love its song. So, so many great songs this year. And La La Land <laughs> is like the capper for me. Fun fact, uh, musicals are great. <laughs> they are. They're yeah, pretty damn yeah. good. And this year has been like a landmark year in just proving that, that music and film and, and the musical is an important genre. So, oh, man, Matt, you, wh- when are you going to see La La Land? <laughs> I don't know when it's opening by me, uh, so I, I, don't, think, I don't know. I think next week, or actually the, the, this coming week, they're expanding it. So you might be able to see it... Um, Excellent. By by next week. So yeah. Okay. Cool. Maybe maybe I'll go on uh, on Christmas night. Yeah. When I'm done with family family crap. There you go. Um, Good time. Yeah. I because I'm seeing it again this week for sure. Uh, most excited to see Jackie. It's opening up on Wednesday here near me. Uh, near mm. me. So I I might be getting that soon as well. So fingers crossed. Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, man, it's it, it is a time to be alive, isn't it? These are oh, oh, great movies. <laughs> it really is. It's the best time of the year, the not just because you know Crimbus, but you know movies are coming out. <laughs> yeah, oh. movies are happening. Movies, are yeah. movies now more than ever. Yeah, and and also I should briefly mention, and I did go into this. I, I suggest you guys listen to the filibuster podcast, not to take away listeners from this podcast. Pause this podcast. Listen to the filibuster podcasts with me and my show. <laughs> but we discussed some of like the social topics that are already coming up because of La La Land. Oh uh, boy! Because oh boy, it apparently I did I I didn't expect La La Land to be like the hot topic of this year of this award season. As a oh people hate this movie like and people love it. It's like the 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 divisive movie of this season. I've I've heard it said that if you don't like La La Land, you're a bad person. <laughs> it, I, 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 I saw that on Twitter today, and I couldn't agree more. Even though I haven't even seen the movie, I've heard the songs, and they're delightful. Uh, well, I, I, I'll say, see the movie for yourself, okay? I've seen people, like, in one day I've seen, like, three people who were immediately bashing La La Land, and they have not seen the movie. Which well, is yeah, I mean, you've got to get those got to get those hot takes out yeah, there. Yeah, like, they, they read the articles, oh, which... They, they, they read the articles. I, I, I see the points that people are making with uh, La La Land, and we can discuss it when you see it, Matt, because it's okay. Oh, it's. I mean, I don't, again, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but I see their points. But I just, I am on the side of love on, on this one. I, I, I'm sorry to say, like I, 
Uh, I, uh, I'm okay with this winning Best Picture. I know people will be very angry if this wins Best Picture, but hey, <laughs> screw those people because this is why it's a musical. <laughs> this is th- this is a movie to watch. Absolutely, uh, it's I been absolutely. it's been fifth it's been 15 years since a musical won Best Picture. It's about time it happens again. So let's do it. Yeah, why not? And why not with this one? Yeah, it works. Absolutely works. So so that so my big thing from saying all that is see the damn movie, okay, and and make up your mind. I will. Uh, fine. Jeez. <laughs> this is me just talking to you, Matt, not to the listeners. Stop the yelling movie. at me. Oh, my God. Now I won't see it because you're being mean to me. Okay. Whatever. Do what you want. No, okay. no I'll go see it. I, I can't wait. I'm very excited. Uh, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, just for the listeners, hey, we'll, we'll talk more about it once Matt sees it. And maybe I'll reveal to Matt some of the icky social topics that are, that are, that are popping up because of La La Land. Oh boy, uh, what, I can't wait to be bored out of my mind. What a fun time we're going to have for the, the next few months because of this movie. At the hot takes, I can't wait. <laughs> All right, cuz you know, because you know back in my day, hot takes were just called bad opinions, Marcelo. <laughs> we're all entitled to our hot takes. You have hot takes, Matt, right? We don't Do I? You do. But okay. I don't label them as such. <laughs> Okay, what since since we're on the topic, and I know like we crunch for time, but I'm truly interested. It's fine. Uh, it's fine. Ryan, uh, let me ask mm. you. Okay, yeah. we don't have to call them hot takes. Okay, let's just call them opinions. Bad opinions. Just just opinions that may not line up with like the popular, you know, uh, opinion. That's a bad sentence, but right. you know, you know what I mean. Ryan, do you have that where you you love a movie that the populace just says, you know, it's shit. I love a movie that's... Uh, I can't think of anything like that. Well, maybe the reverse. Let's say you don't like well, a movie that, that everybody loves. <laughs> I mentioned the reverse in the last show I was on, Die Hard. Oh, that's right. Not, not a fan. <laughs> not a fan of Die Hard. Now, that but, is what the kids would call a hot take, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That is a hot take. Especially I, I, I'm, this also, I'm also okay with that just being a bad opinion. Like, that's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I accept it at this point. I'm glad we have you on for the Christmas episode then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Die Hard is Scrooge. a classic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I, I have to respect your opinion, Ryan. That's just how it well, is. <laughs> I reckon I recognize it as a classic. I'm just not a fan. I don't yeah. know. Okay, Matt. Weird. I'm let's, a weird let, let's let's talk to you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Same same question. You know, uh, movie that you love or movie that you hate, vice versa, whatever. I th- I think we all know what it is. Uh, what is it? Oh, that's I oh, love. Go- I love The Godfather Part Three. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and, ev- and 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 for like you know years, everyone's been like, "You're bad. You you should feel bad for that opinion." And and I just tell them, "Hey, go eat a cannoli." You think that's that's, that's preferably uh, been poisoned? You think that's the best of the series, right? No, but it's my favorite. It's your favorite of the series. Yes. Okay. So make that clear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Controversial, I would say. Oh, it's my favorite. Yeah. Okay. I I love it so much. As for me, I hate The Prestige. It's a terrible movie. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah. Oh, my heart. Yeah. Um, and that is... I'm pretty uh, sure that's your favorite movie, isn't it, Ryan? Yeah. It's your favorite movie? Uh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ryan, like we're like a match made in the opposite of heaven, because Die Hard <laughs> yep. is one of my favorites of all time, and I hate one of your favorites, so <laughs> it works. It works. It does. It's great. I can't stand uh, the prestige. It's, everything's coming up roses. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and, and, and I'll talk more about Nolan later, but the prestige, I cannot stand. So there you go. We've all expressed our quote-unquote hot takes. So that was our hot take corner. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, don't expect that on the show anymore, really. <laughs> Hearts will be broken when that becomes a regular segment. 
let's move Look on. Look for it next week on episode 50. <laughs> let's, let's, let's move on to a, to a movie that is woke as fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, I could see that. Sure. No, uh, re- remember that, uh, Matt? That's, that's like best yes, of 2016, right? Somebody online called Zootopia woke as fuck, right? Yes, yes. Aren't they a little... <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> I watched Zootopia. Finally. Yay! And I loved it. Yeah, you should, because it's fucking great. <laughs> yeah. I, I've said this on the show before. I'm not a fan of recent Disney animated movies. I do not care for Big Hero 6. I do not care for uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Frozen. But Hey, but but fun fact, uh, they did a pretty good job with this one. They did, yeah. And I and I was mentioning a thing last week on the show, Matt. I, I love Moana. And now, yeah. you know, I love Zootopia. So they're two for two this year for me. Hey, you like Disney again. Yeah. Uh, and also... Uh, I, I always forget that. Uh, well, this isn't you know, Finding Dory isn't a you know Disney Animated Studios production, but it's Disney. But yeah, I will say Zootopia and Moana are like leaps and bounds better than Finding Dory. Which I agree. It's it's. I did not expect that to happen, Matt. You know. Yeah, Zootopia is great. Uh, it's one of my favorite buddy cop movies yeah. that I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, it's just it just takes that formula and it runs with it to such a great degree. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and the message is great. Yeah. I mean, I know it's, it's like, it's a very obvious message, but who cares? Kids need to learn these things, and if they learn it from a really cute bunny and a, uh, a prickish fox <laughs> and Idris Elba and a sloth who's really funny, yeah, go for it. Yeah, I, it, yeah, it's like 48 hours, but, uh, starring a wolf and, uh, and a bunny, so it works. Yeah, I love it. I... <laughs> I one of my biggest laughing fits of the year in film was in this movie with the sloths. I, oh my god! Yes, I, I couldn't <laughs> yeah. stop laughing. It's it's so damn good. And I flash flash hundred yard dash. <laughs> frankly, I was I was surprised how much like I love this movie. So uh, yeah, I'm so happy you like this because uh, I remember seeing this when it came out, and I was like, you know, Marcel, you should see it. And you're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's a good impression to me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 this, I mean, the, I, like I said, you know, everybody loved Wreck-It Ralph. Everybody loved uh, Big Hero Six, and I, I couldn't care less about those movies. And I don't, I don't think they're good. But. I think those are those are films that I liked when I first saw them. I have not revisited them yet. Yeah, uh, I've I've watched Zootopia at least three times. Yeah, I. I so that I, what will that tell you? I wouldn't I wouldn't mind seeing Zootopia again, which says a lot. Um, yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, uh, Ryan, have you seen Zootopia? Yeah, I saw that when I was in theaters. It was a good time. Yeah, it was a, it was a probably good probably time. Uh, probably a probably a uh, big uh, laughing fit I got from that movie was uh, the uh, visual gag during the wedding where they're all dancing on the table and the huge polar bears are just security all around. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, it's, uh, got me pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was because <laughs> no. uh, there's nothing like a Godfather reference in a kids movie. Oh, yeah. I love I love Fantastic. that so much. Best Godfather reference in a kids movie since Rugrats two. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. That, that's a good pull. <laughs> there you go. Damn, that's a deep cut. A deep cut. <laughs> all right. Uh, so that was Zootopia. Uh, we yes. all lo- we all liked Zootopia. That's good. Um, hey, it's on Netflix. That's where I saw it. See it there if you haven't seen it. Yes. Uh, okay. Dune. Yeah, I watched Dune. Um, 
yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this movie is freaking weird. There's giant worms, and there's psychics, and there's a big fat guy as the villain, and he floats around with a hover vest, and Brad Dorif is in it, and he has giant caterpillar eyebrows, and Patrick Stewart is in it, and he has a mullet. Um, yeah. It's David Lynch doing big old sci-fi. I mean, he turned down Return of the Jedi so he could do this. <laughs> That's a fun little thing. Uh, yeah, it's Dune. It's super fucking weird, and I kind of love it, just how much of a big failure it is. Isn't Have Sting either... in that movie? Yes, Sting plays a bad guy. <laughs> it's, it's, really, it's really a trip and a half. Um, oh, man. Have you seen this, Marcelo? I have not seen it. I've tried to see it once. It's I- weird. I, I, I forget why I didn't finish it. I think I watched the it's, first ten minutes, and I was like, well, uh, I need to keep my focus oh, on it, but I can't keep my focus on it. You mean the the first ten minutes where the, the, uh, the woman just shows up? Virginia Madison shows up, gives you about eight pages of, of uh, explanation, and then, you know, they go to title credits, and then they cut back to more explanation? <laughs> so you're not completely fucking lost in this world? <laughs> Let me ask you this, Matt. I mean, are there some... Because fun fact... Fun fact, if you've never read the book, you're going to have no fucking clue what's going on with Dune. <laughs> are there are there several versions of Dune out there, Matt? Yes, there is the two-hour and 16-minute David Lynch cut, which is his final cut. And then there is the three-hour Alan Smithy cut, uh, where David Lynch had his name taken off of it, and they used the fake name. Yeah, why, why would the longer... But hey, but hey, Alan Smithy knocks it out of the park. I mean, it's, it's, it's his best film. <laughs> Why would they make it longer? You you think director's cuts would be the longer versions, but why would, uh, why would they add stuff Because pro- they knew it was really confusing, so they now they add, like, uh, an extra ten-minute prologue featuring, like, storyboards, like, walking you through this fucking weird-ass world. God, it sounds like an, an anomaly. It's, it, it, it's weird, and, like, the movie will, like, have voiceover throughout the extended version, where it'll explain who a certain character is, like... Harry Dean Stanton walks on and he's like just stands there for a minute while the narrator's like, and this is what he does, and he has this tattoo because of blah blah blah, and his mustache symbolizes this, and you should have read the book, dummy. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, uh, I have to see this. It's 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 wild. Uh, it's a wild time. They, I mean, Ryan, you haven't seen this, have you? I haven't seen it. No. no yeah. Them worms are cool, though. <laughs> oh yes, we'll we'll talk more about those worms later. And uh, Sean Young is in it, too, so, you know, hey, she was a big sci-fi lady back in the early 80s. Yep, yep. Uh, try to be Catwoman in the weirdest way, right? Yeah, she showed up and then, you know, she showed tried up. to seduce Tim Burton, I think? Yeah, showed up to the Catwoman audition for Batman Returns and creeped out everybody. Poor Sean Young. <laughs> and they had her escorted out of the lot. <laughs> Fun <Jeez>. facts. <laughs> yeah. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> Moving on. Inception. <laughs> okay, so <Sorry. laughs> I I I may hate uh the prestige, but I love Inception. I rewatched it on a whim. Uh, and I was pleasantly surprised. You didn't watch it on a whim. You just wanted to test out your sound system no, and scare the I, cats. <laughs> you've, been, you've been reading my tweets. Uh, I have. <laughs> I I, I this, I mean, I've had my sound system for about close to a year now, and I hadn't played Inception. And I was like, you know, I hadn't seen this movie in a while, so why not play it? And it was the right time of day. Nobody was at home. And, yeah, I turned the speakers up to a reasonable level and was, you know, pretty much blown away, uh, literally. I mean, the, the, the bass 
in this movie shook my 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 bookcases, and that's you lost your legs. You don't have legs anymore, Marcelo. It's a shame. Uh, Say again. Nothing. It's fine. (laughs) It was a joke you said that I couldn't hear. It was. It's fine. But the listeners will hear it, and that's all that matters. Uh, I have to wait until I edit this episode to listen to that, (laughs) and then cut it out maybe. Um, So yeah, I I I, so okay yeah. Sound wise, one of the best sounding movies I've ever played on my. You know, home theater system, and movie wise, I still love it. It's it's like exposition in the movie, but it works so well. The the hallway fight, twisty turvy scene is still it's pretty bitchin' a top tier action sequence, and I can't believe we haven't. With like, there are like maybe a just one or two sequences that are just as great as that that have come out since then. So, oh, Nolan Nolan was on fire. Back in 2010, and since then, you know, not so much. I mean, I'm not... I, I, I do like The Dark Knight Rises and Interstellar for the most part, but, man, Inception, that was, was a, it's like a, almost like a once-in-a-lifetime sort of deal. I hope... Uh, what, what's the next one? Dunkirk? I hope that one's pretty good. Dunkirk! But, you know, will it top Inception? Dun- I don't know. Dunkirk! Um, I mean, Matt, let me go to you first. You don't like Inception much, do you? It's okay. It's okay. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, it's it's not your favorite Nolan. No, it's uh, it's fine. It's middle middle tier Nolan for me. Yeah, but I love it. I mean, and you haven't seen Memento yet, have you? No, I'm doing that out of spite. Because <laughs> well, because uh, since cause since it came out, I I've had people like yell at me for not seeing it. So you know what? Fuck those people. <laughs> Here, how, I'm not going to see it. How, no, screw them. How about this, Matt? Go see Memento. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm whispering it. I'm not yelling at you. Ghost yeah, well, that's nice. Ghost moment. <laughs> Ghost moment. <laughs> Ryan, Maybe. I don't know. Ryan, yes. uh, what's your take on Inception? Oh, about the same. It's about middle middle of the road, Nolan, oh, for me. Right. Oh, dang. I'm kidding. I like the, uh, the concept of it. It's pretty neat, going into the dreams and stuff. Um, I like Tom Hardy, even though he's not really in it that much. Yeah. Towards, well, I guess yeah, he's all right. Yeah. But yeah, it's Leo's show, you know. Yeah, um, it's Leo's show. Yeah, it's a good time. But uh, what about Memento? You're a fan of Memento? Yeah, I do like Memento. Yeah, see, and, 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 yeah. And, and you're with me in saying, Matt, Matt, you should uh, see Memento. See Memento. <laughs> not if it pushes them further away. It's not the way to do it. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Got to sneak yeah. up on him. Put like a bag over his head and yeah. put, put him in a room, <laughs> force him to watch Memento. That's Clockwork Orange that's style. That's the approach that pushed me away from Jaws forever, and I finally ended up watching it after people calmed down. And you loved it, right? Yeah, it was good. Great, it's a great movie. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. All right, so that I be- will freaking watch it. You will not anytime, not anytime soon, though. See mm. and. Maybe I'll watch it before Dunkirk. Maybe, yeah. Dunkirk. Get you ready for Dunkirk. Dunkirk. <laughs> Which, crazy thing, Matt doesn't get excited for Nolan, but Matt's excited for Dunkirk. Yeah, it looks pretty good, right? Yeah, I like Kenneth Branagh. I'll watch him in a World War II movie. Yes, please. Yeah, and it has a bunch of Nolan regulars, like Killian. Like Harry Styles. <laughs> Whoever that guy is, uh, he's he's in a he's in a band. Well, sure. he was in a band. Right. I don't know which one left One Direction. 
should we put Harry Styles' name in like the description of this podcast and put like yes, it'll get us hits. Yeah, but put a tag on it and you know maybe maybe put a hashtag on it when we tweet this out. The why Harry- do you think I put why do you think I put Justin Timberlake in the title? <laughs> Smart move, Matt. <laughs> yeah, I'm always thinking. <laughs> always thinking. I got ideas, Marcelo. Speaking got of ideas, speaking of ideas, one good idea uh, by a filmmaker this year was making a movie called Cafe Society, yes. right? Yeah, I uh, I talked about this. This is going to be a quick one. I talked about this a few months ago, uh, but I finally decided to give the new Blu-ray a spin, and oh boy, it's a gorgeous movie. Um, Vittorio Storaro uh, filmed this uh, using uh, digital cameras, and it is Woody Allen's first digital digitally shot film, and it couldn't be prettier. Uh, I really love this movie. Uh, I think it's one of Steve Carell's best performances. He's terrific here. Um, I love that it's a gangster movie set in old time Hollywood. It's it's pretty cool. I, I love this thing. Yeah. So I I haven't seen it yet, but doing my research um, as part of my 2016 catch up, uh, I see that it's going to be on Amazon Prime Video uh, on the 22nd of December. So oh sweet. Yeah. So for those listening who have you know Prime. Uh, there you go. You can see Cafe Society right there on the 22nd. Def- definitely give it a watch. The The cast is terrific. Um, Blake Lively is uh, lovely as always. Uh, Kristen Stewart and Jesse Eisenberg have great chemistry together. Has been, you know, people have seen that before in other films. Uh, but yeah, they, they both really knock it out of the park here. And uh, I really love this one. Yeah, I, I look forward to watching it. Uh, Ryan. Yes. Do you have any opinion on Cafe Society or Woody Allen in general? Not especially, no. I, I will I will add this to my list, though, now that I've heard that it's going to be on Amazon and all that. Sounds like a good time. There you go, yeah. you go. to check it out. Uh, definitely for some, one of the best of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. if, you, if you ask Matt, right? Right, Matt? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. There you go. Uh, okay. The next one I'll, I'll mention briefly. Uh, Battle of Algiers. Uh, have, have either of you seen this? Nope. 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 <laughs> I recommend you do. Uh, it is a film. Let's see. I should have pulled this up because this is not one I want to sound dumb about, okay? This, this, this movie is like uh, 100 times smarter than I am. Uh, I first saw this on the Criterion Collection about like five years ago when the Blu-ray came mm-hmm. out. And I rewatched it uh, just this weekend because I read that um, uh, Rogue One director... Gareth Edwards, uh, he cited this as an influence. Huh. So I was like, oh, interesting. So I gave Battle of Algiers a rewatch, and I was like, oh, I see the connection. Uh, because Battle of Algiers is a film that uh, like reenacts, uh, dramatizes the real-life Algerian war, which was a, a war uh, between French imperials and the the Algerian rebels. So yeah, it's 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 pretty striking. This movie. This is not one. It's a, it's not an easy watch because it it deals with uh, both sides of the conflict. It, it mostly makes the rebels out to be the heroes, and what the rebels do in order to you know win. Essentially, it's 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 pretty nasty stuff. Uh, there's a line where it says, you know. Terrorism is a good start, but you have to have you know the people's attention by the end. So, and that's what this movie Jesus. is. Yeah, it's it, it's it's an amazing film. Um, uh, again, I, uh, the Criterion is like essential. I think it's on Blu-ray. 
Um, and also, this the film is also on Filmstruck, if you have that service. So, oh, nice. And hmm. I, re- I recommend, uh, if you see it on Filmstruck, or, I mean, uh, if you have the Blu-ray or, or DVD, uh, the special features on there are great. So you have, like, uh, filmmakers like Spike Lee and Soderbergh discussing how the film influenced them. I know this was influential for Soderbergh uh, in, in his making of Traffic. So, yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, highly recommend it. Striking movie, and oh, and I should also say, the music is by Ennio Morricone, and Ooh. one Hell of yes. one of the tracks that uh, that's in this film is used in uh, Inglorious Bastards, I believe. So of course, oh uh, bitchin, yeah. So yeah, so you'll hear that track and go, oh, I know where that's from. You know, Tarantino obviously stole it from this movie. So <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, I highly yeah recommend, he does that. Yeah, I ha- I highly recommend Battle of Algiers, uh, because yeah. Striking movie, and uh, I and I I was going to write something on talkfromsociety.com about Battle of Algiers and Rogue One. I might still do that. It's a rough write, though. I mean, <laughs> writing about this smart movie and also Rogue One, which I elements of it I love. Um, yeah, it's it's difficult, I mean, especially if you've seen the movie and you, you you know what I'm talking about. But man, it's it's harsh. <laughs> so yeah, that's Battle of Algiers. Hey, you guys should go see this movie. <laughs> I've I've heard about it. I really do want to see this. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. It's very good. Uh, all right, so that was Battle of Algiers. Let's transition <laughs> to a, let's to something. Else. We just talked about the the horrors of war. Yeah. Let's talk about a horrible movie. Oh, just uh, skip it. Oh my god, uh, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, you watched the House Bunny no. from uh, from from noted auteur Fred Wolf, director <sighs> of Joe Dirt Two. God, and the writer duped. of Grown Ups and Grown Ups Two. Oh my God! This one, uh, yeah. this one, Gareth Edwards also cites his influence on Rogue One, right? 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 Oh, I couldn't. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, this movie happened in front of me. I couldn't tell. Tell us all about the House Bunny. Uh, it's not a good film. It's, <laughs> it's real. It's real bad. Anna Faris is okay, I guess. I don't know. Not really a fan. And then like Emma Stone's in it. I'm sorry. I like I don't <laughs> It's so bad. I just yeah, save save your sorority house by becoming vapid like I don't know, God. It's <laughs> good. So you loved it, right? Yeah, it's best of two thousand eight or whatever. Fuck. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, I do remember saying Lord. this a long time ago and I remember thinking the one part was very funny. Uh, where in order to remember people's names, she repeats them to herself in a demon voice. Uh, that's very funny. Uh, I don't remember anything else about this movie, though, so that should tell you something. Uh, Colin Hanks is in this movie. Oh, yeah, him. Yeah, he's... Yeah. The, non-rap- the non-rapping uh, Hanks' son. Yeah, which, yeah, I didn't recognize at first, and I was like, oh, this is a weird, like, failed clone of Tom Hanks. Oh, it's his son. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So yeah, that that's less said about that the better probably. Jeez. But hey, uh, Emma Stone is in this apparently. <laughs> yeah, glad glad she got a second chance after this. <laughs> a good actress because geez, she had super bed, which was neat, and then this, and then it was like oh, oh yeah, and also, oh you uh, poor woman, Kat Dennings, who I love a lot. I enjoy her too. Yeah, yeah, she's all right. So the cast is okay, right, Brian? That's something you could say that's positive, right? I, I guess, sure. <laughs> okay. So half of, half of what I mentioned, Colin <laughs> Hanks, not so great. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, boy. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 
<laughs> the house bunny. When when's the last time the house bunny's brand has been brought up like anywhere? In the on, a podcast? on a podcast? Uh, I don't. I don't think ever. Uh, we might be that that flagship house bunny show now. Yeah, let's That's change us. the name of the show to the house bunny cast. Oh, let's God. not. No. And uh, yeah, let's not do that ever. What? Come on. <laughs> uh, anyway, speaking of really good movies, uh, I watched Titanic today. Ooh. Uh, because I wanted to take it for a spin on the new TV. Uh, you're going to hear that a lot in the coming weeks, where I want to take a really pretty movie for a spin on the new television. And oh boy, uh, this is one of the prettiest Blu-ray transfers I've ever seen. Um, I noticed some things this time that I've never noticed before. Uh, I laughed my ass off at one scene that I've always thought was pretty funny, but this time it really struck me by how goddamn hilarious it is. Uh, yeah, I love James Cameron's Titanic. It's a great movie. I was wondering why so many people were watching Titanic today. Um, people were? Yeah. Um, I know somebody was talking about writing about it. I, I, I saw you huh. were watching it. I saw somebody else watching it. And I looked it up. Uh, tomorrow, well, uh, from the time we're recording this, the 19th is the uh, anniversary of, of its release. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, Nineteen years already. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> so okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Ryan, do you enjoy Titanic? Yeah, I enjoy it quite a bit actually. Um, I first saw this movie when I was like maybe seven. Yeah. And it was just like a movie that my neighbors had, had like in their VHS shelf. It was like a two pack VHS. Mm-hmm. I recall. It was a two pack. Yeah. Yeah. I got that. And. Uh, I was I was permitted to watch this until my mother realized, oh hey, there's full frontal in this. Okay, <laughs> but, no, but 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 like it it just it made me grow like this this fascination took hold of me of the Titanic, and I just like it went to like you know research it more, and I was just like, wow, this is a really fascinating piece of history and a really great movie. So. Yeah. yeah, it actually, uh, I think a lot of people got hit, got bit by that Titanic bug uh, when yeah. they first saw this. I remember this came out, and I tried to devour as much, like, read as many books about the, the ship as I could. It's fascinating. I, I even went so far as buying uh, a collection of transcripts uh, that they put out in, like, paperback wow. form of the uh, White Star Line trials, uh, where <laughs> they put the, the board members on trial. Uh, for the sinking, and uh, I read that entire transcript of that entire trial. It was fascinating. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, everybody was on board the Titanic train, which is a weird sentence. Um, it's a boat. It's a boat. <laughs> Titanic train. Uh, actually, my one of my teachers in middle school was definitely into Titanic, and I think my teacher, her, she was a big reason why I started watching the Oscars. Oh, nice. So yeah, so it's been like 19 years now. I've been seeing the Oscars thanks to thanks to her in that class. Um, so I have Titanic to thank for that. Um, I, I enjoy the movie for the most for the most part. Uh, I've I said on this podcast a few weeks ago that uh, A Night to Remember is a much better Titanic movie, uh, if you ask me. But hey, you know Titanic, James Cameron's Titanic ain't half bad. So it's it's pretty darn good. And I will say the scene that I laughed my ass off at this time was. Um, when she's getting uh, drawn by Jack, and then they cut back to old Gloria Stewart saying, uh, "It was the most erotic moment of my life," <laughs> oh, and then the entire the entire crew of the ship is just like staring at her. They're like, "Uh huh, go on." Yeah, I I, <laughs> I I guffawed. I couldn't stop laughing at that. My dog looked at me funny. He's like, "What the fuck are you laughing at?" <laughs> Jeez, it was pretty great. 
Uh, <laughs> it's a great image to put in everybody's heads. It was really funny. It was really, it was really funny. And then she looks at Bill Pax and she's like, "What do you mean? Did we do it?" <laughs> yeah, it was, it was funny. I'm like, "Oh, this old lady who was in Invisible Man. She's, she's doing this now. Good for you. Oh, man. Good for you. You're, you're terrific in this movie, lady." Right, you know who else is terrific in that movie, though? Kathy Bates is a gem. Oh, my yeah. God, yes. Very good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was actually, that popped into my head when I was watching it today. I was like, you know what? She's really underrated. She's yeah, one of the she's... best, she's one of the best character actresses, like, around, ever. Definitely, yeah. yeah I'd agree absolutely. with that. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Uh, okay. Um, shifting from icebergs to uh, ice and snow falling. Uh, to an icicle in icicle. someone's eyeball. There you go. That's a perfect transition, Matt. Which is one of my favorite kills in this entire franchise. Go for it, Marcelo. Die Hard 2. Uh, Hell yeah. Or as someone called it, Die Hard 2, Die Harder, which is not the official. Die Harder. It's not the official title I've learned through the years. The official title oh. is just Die Hard 2. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I, I've been calling it Die Hard 2, Die Harder for the longest time, but officially, yeah. <laughs> there's no Die Harder attached to that. Uh, huh. So... Yeah, I, I, I selected this as part of TalkFromSociety.com's 12 Days of Christmas uh, column series. And uh, I did not want to pick the obvious Die Hard because I've written... Yeah, you don't want to do that. I've written a lot about it. I've talked a lot about it. I've produced a 10-part podcast series about it this past year. <laughs> so I figured, why not revisit Die Hard 2? Talk about how much of a Christmas movie it is, and oh boy, it is not much of a Christmas movie. <laughs> Comparing, uh, and we we talked about this off mic, Matt. But well, yeah, I mean, compared to the first one, it's not much of a Christmas movie. Comparing, yeah, it, I, I, it still counts. I was comparing it to the first one, and uh, just uh, the fact I feel that the, the fact that here, the fact that Die Hard has so much Christmas in it that is essential to the plot makes it yeah. I think a perfect Christmas Christmas movie um, you can cite other movies like uh, I think Gremlins is good as well uh, what else like what, what what are some great like modern Christmas movies that would fit this this uh, this this criteria because if you take oh I don't know if, if you take the Christmas I die hard I don't think it's it's as great of a movie. I think it's no, built, it's, not. it's built on that Christmas premise. If you take the Christmas out of Die Hard two, it's essentially it's the, the same, same movie. movie. Yeah, it's, which and then is, again, most uh, most most Christmas movies do not include a passenger jet full of people exploding <laughs> with you know women and children. That was horrific. And <laughs> oh my god, yes, this is that's that's the scene like when this movie came out when I was a kid. My mom's like, yeah, I don't like that scene. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't like that at all. It's 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 insane. Uh, I'm like, yeah, it's, this is messed up. <laughs> it's a dumb, uh, fun action movie. It's a sequ- yeah. it's a sequel that like leans too much on the first one. I think, I'm like, okay, you know, uh, bringing back Powell, uh, you know, uh, original Vel Johnson for like two scenes, that's fine. But sticking William Atherton in that in the plane with Holly, that's a bit that's a bit too much. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I love that prick, so yeah. it's fine. Uh, so yeah, it, it relies too much on the premise of the first one, but like I said, I mean you have an ice, you have an icicle to the eye, you have you which know, is one of the coolest kills in this whole series, and you have McClane exploding the the villains at the very end in like the best possible way. Yes, he he cackles you, with delight after he does it, which is 
he, he's a he's a psychotic person. So yeah. it's, it's a beautiful moment for John McClane. I do I do love the cast in this. I, I love William Sadler as the as the villain. I oh, think yeah. he's really cool. I mean, holy crap! This movie has the Franz in it. So you can't go wrong with Dennis Franz. Come yeah, on. One of his most Franzian performances. Oh my god, yes. He plays like uh, the airport cop. Yeah. Just basically. He's, he's such a jerk in this movie. Yeah, screaming and shouting at McLean. It's being As a, well it's he being should. A dick. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah that, so that's Die Hard 2. You know, not my favorite Die Hard sequel. You know, Die Hard with a Vengeance does so much with the initial premise, you know, adds in new things, makes it exciting again. Uh, Connects so, it to the first one. Uh, say again, man. Connects it to the first one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah, and also like I should say like they read. It's like Die Hard Two really emphasizes it's the sequel to Die Hard many times. Like in the first minute, McClane goes, "Hey, my my wife and I, you know, we were in L.A. I had to move from New York, and also, hey, I was a cop in New York. I mean, uh, my wife, and <laughs> all this stuff. Like we get it, we get it, John McClane. Like you're it's like, in, you're it's in like the- we get it, buddy. Yeah, we get it. It's fine." You don't have to remind us anymore. Stop it. Ryan, we know you're not a fan of Die Hard, okay? Mm-hmm. Have you seen Die Hard 2? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's that's okay. <laughs> not not often I would see a first movie, not like it, and go to see the second <laughs> This Yeah, good point. That yeah. is fair. That is fair. Uh, but hey, why not give Die Hard another shot? Uh, how about that? <laughs> sure. Yeah, <I laughs> maybe. 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 I heard the third one's really good. So yeah, third just... one is third one is really third good. one's badass. And plus, you get Samuel Jackson in that one. Ooh, I've heard I've heard people say they think the third one's the best one. I don't agree with those people. But the <laughs> third one is pretty good. But you know, I don't know. Going back to those bad opinions, <laughs> it was my. It, I'll say that the third one was my favorite growing up. Like yeah, when I was a kid. That's that's. <laughs> I think that's fair. But you know, first one's a classic. Let's move on to another Christmas classic. Yes, uh, my favorite Christmas movie. I watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation uh, (laughs) while I was putting up my Christmas tree tonight, actually. Nice. Uh, Let's flash back to uh, about four years ago uh, when throughout the month month of December, I watched this movie, oh, 25 times. Jesus. Wow. I put it on basically every day. It was just like, I don't... at first it was I'm too lazy to take that disc out of the PlayStation <laughs> and then it, then it got to the point was okay we're making this a thing this is a thing I'm doing with my life now so yeah it's 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 my favorite I love it uh, it's it's really scary to think but there's a lot of Clark Griswold in me and um, yeah that's a thing <laughs> I am I'm I am him I mean uh, I set you know <laughs> I set standards that that no family can match. I uh, have horrible rage issues, and uh, every once in a while, I wouldn't mind if someone called me Sparky. So yeah, I uh, I am Clark Griswold. Hello, everyone. <laughs> uh, I uh, I actually- oh, and I love and I love Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I am not any of that. What you just said, Matt. So yeah, I know. I uh, <laughs> we're I mean, you do set you do you do set standards that no one can match. I do set standards. Yes. There you go. But you know, I I'm not prone to anger uh, issues or I am. Neither, neither am I a fan of Christmas. So I, oh, come on, Sparky. No, please don't call me that. <laughs> uh, but I've, <laughs> I, I've, I saw this movie. For, I saw this movie for the first time about five years ago. Oh and wow! I yeah, I haven't revisited it since then. Oh wow! So I yeah, I this is a movie that I grew up on. 
there's numerous ornaments based on this movie that are on my tree right now. Wait, uh, so, so Matt, let me ask you this: Is this your favorite yeah. Christmas movie? It's my favorite Christmas movie, okay, yes. without a doubt. Okay, um, like but, it's, it's not not even a contest here. Yeah, uh, if if I were to choose, like my obvious pick would be Die Hard, but if I were to pick like a, a second, you know, place or or even a tie uh, movie, it'd be Scrooged. I love that mm. one. Oh, that's a really good one. That one. Each <laughs> each time I see it, I'm surprised at how much it affects me. By the end, I'm just like in in like in a in a vulnerable state. Uh, to the point of tears it, by the end of that movie. It all. It also has the um, the scariest ghost of Christmas future. Oh yeah, <laughs> that I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> like that, that 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 ghost in Scrooge gave me nightmares when I was a kid. The, the, those scenes with uh, the ghosts uh, with the the ghosts of Christmas future, you know, really shot, really terrified me as a kid. I remember that. Yeah, Scrooge. Um, so. And the and the ghost of Christmas uh, present. Uh, love her. She's oh, fantastic yeah. in that. Yeah, she's very good. Uh, l- uh, let me ask you this, Ryan. Well, what about yes. you? What's your favorite Christmas movie? I really like The Ref. Oh, The Ref, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I just it's it cracks me up every time. It's just a it's a good good standby to laugh and have a good time. Yeah, that that that's one I've seen on cable a lot. I think they mm-hmm. used they used to play it. I don't know if they still do, like on Comedy yeah. Central all the time. Yeah, yeah, they used to play it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah. it's one I need to revisit. It's yeah. one I, I have like fond memories of. Definitely that, and then going back to musicals, I really like White Christmas as well. The Bing Crosby oh, yeah. and Danny Kaye. Oh, I've never seen that. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a really great movie. So. Oh damn! Yeah, yeah, I gotta check that out. So folks listening, there you go. You have your Christmas viewing list. Yeah. Watch all those movies in time for Christmas. Yeah. Sp- uh, speaking of being festive, uh, let me just zip through this one, even though it's the title of the show. Uh, <laughs> Justin Timberlake plus the Tennessee Kids. There's a Ooh. there's a plus sign in the middle. Yes. Uh, so yes, this is this is the Jonathan Demi directed. Justin Timberlake music concert documentary. Nice. Uh, it's on Netflix. I've heard from, I've heard from a lot of people that this is worth watching, so I put it on, and I was pleasantly surprised. Um, it's yeah, here it's really good. It's well directed. Uh, it shows off Timberlake as a performer. It it has one of my favorite shots in any movie of this year in it. Uh, I'm not going to ruin the shot because it's it's kind of mind blowing. And yeah, I think that's all I want to say. It, it's definitely worth watching <laughs> if you're a fan of Timberlake, like I am. Like he, same. He's really proven himself to be like his own thing after leaving that boy band, like what, like twenty years ago now. Jeez. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh God, I'm old. I, I just realized he's like maybe three or four years older than me, Timberlake. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's insane. Um, but yeah. But I never. I bet you never had terrible ramen hair like he did. <laughs> no. So you've got that one up on him. There you go. And I think a lot of us do. Got him there. But yeah, but yeah, like I said before, <laughs> he's a hell of a performer, and this shows it off in spades. So yeah, so Demi has made another, you know, great 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 uh, music documentary uh, along with his uh, Talking Heads one which uh, Stop Making Sense that's it right yeah yes uh, love it yeah so it's it doesn't reach the heights of, uh, of that but it's it's definitely up there for sure uh, I know Matt you haven't seen this yet right no I have not yeah uh, you should. I really do want to watch it though 
Yeah, I, it's I, on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Um, it's it's in 4K, I believe. Yes, so it is. You can show it off on your new TV and uh-huh. delight in the 4K resolution of Justin Timberlake. Uh, please, I, I I can only get so erect. <laughs> you need to calm down. Uh, Ryan, you haven't seen this, have you? I have not. No. Uh, wait, like, are you interested at all in in this? Yeah, it sounds all right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I like Justin Timberlake a fair amount, so yeah. Give well, a yeah. Shot. Well, 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 that's good. I don't know if like non Timberlake fans would enjoy this like as much as like mm. fans of his music, um, because it is just. I mean, obviously, it's it's a concert film. It is just his music, uh, but I do think the the demi direction just gives just adds to it a lot. So. Uh, so yeah, so it's I guess it's a it's a strong recommend for those who love his music and kind of like a mod recommend you know check it out if you can for those who don't care for Timberlake because yeah. he's in your face <laughs> for like the entire runtime which is I thought a good thing so there you go all right that was JT uh, what else do we have Matt uh, real quick uh, I saw the new Paul Verhoeven film L uh, starring Isabel Huppert. Um, it's up for some awards. Uh, uh, unfortunately, it was snubbed by the Oscar committee. It did not make the shortlist for foreign film, which is baffling to me. Uh, I watched this the other night. Uh, it is... It's it's Verhoeven, all right. It's equal parts humorous and disturbing. And uh, and, the th- and it's, a, it's a world-class thriller, which, I mean, he's good at. Uh, uh, I haven't seen everything he's done, but this is probably the best thing I've seen him do since Basic Instinct uh, back in the early 90s. Uh, he's really in top form here. Uh, I love Isabel Huppert here. I mean, uh, I said this on Twitter, but uh, yes, you should believe the hype. Uh, she gives one of the best performances of 2016. Um, if people don't know what this movie's about, uh, it's basically... Um, this woman who owns a uh, video game design company, um, her house gets her house gets broken into uh, in the middle of the day, and she gets raped. Uh, and Verhoeven does not spare you any details because the movie opens with that. It within the first ten seconds of the movie that's happening, and then they continually cut back to it. Um, but the thing is, she basically uses this rape as a tool for empowerment because she starts stalking the guy who attacked her. And its I've never really seen a film that tackles the subject like this. Um, there are people who are much smarter than me uh, that can deconstruct this. Um, but I will say that I was floored uh, by L. I can't recommend it enough. Um, it is gorgeously shot, uh, perfectly acted. I mean, Isabel Huppert really knocks it out of the park with this one, and so does Verhoeven, for that matter. I love this movie so much, but I can also see why some people would despise this movie, uh, considering the subject matter. Um, Yeah, I can't recommend this enough. See it as soon as you are able. Yes, uh, this is is near the top of my list to see by the end of the year. Hopefully... I have screenings here in Austin uh, in a week it's, or so. It's really, it's really something else. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's up there for me for sure. Um, okay, I think we should delve into this final topic because we're we're low on time, right, Matt? We are. We have about uh, ten minutes. Yeah, I think Oof. ten minutes would be uh, just enough for this for Rogue yeah. One. Yeah. Yes, a Star Wars story. Star Wars story. <laughs> okay. Um, since we want to have, we, we want to spend our time wisely. Let's toss it to Ryan first, okay? 
Uh, Ryan. Okay. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rogue One. Okay, give us your thoughts on this new Star Wars film. So this is, yeah, this new spinoff, well, not spinoff, kind of standalone Star Wars film. I, I enjoyed it. It was it was good. I'm still kind of figuring out how much I like it exactly. I don't know where I'd place it among other Star Wars films. I like the characters. They're they're pretty interesting. Uh, Jyn Erso is a really neat uh, character. Um, just, you know, everyone they introduce in this, they, uh, the Vader shots are really cool. Uh, bringing him, bringing back. There, there are so many things they did in this movie that, like, like the. Um, the oh, do we say spoilers on this? I don't. Know. Oh yes, before. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, before okay. before anybody uh, listens further, let's yeah, let's just go into spoilers, okay? Um, yeah. For the most part. Oh, okay. Before we go into spoilers, real quick, um, would you recommend the movie, Ryan? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, I would. Okay, I have my problems, but yeah, sure. I mean, Matt, uh, what about you? I loved it. Okay, yeah. So those are our opinions. <laughs> best, up. best, best prequel by a country mile. It's not even close. Okay, so if you want to hear us continue talking about it and spoilers, continue on. But if you want to watch the movie first, pause this, watch the movie, come back. So there you go. Uh, spoiler section starting now. Okay, there you go, Ryan. Okay, so just the the way they brought back uh, so many older like characters through either CGI or uh, like with uh, you know Tarkin. Grand Moff Tarkin having him back and then Leia at the end was just it was pretty the Tarkin kind of looks a bit off to me actually both of them were just a bit weird but it was still kind of neat seeing him and seeing you know the just his lines and hearing it just the way it is and again with Vader as well hearing uh, James Earl Jones the voice come from that even though th- there there are things I had problems with the the kind of there there's one line Vader has in that where he's choking. Uh, oh oh oh! You mean the best dad pun of all time? Oh, it's so yes. bad! Oh, it's it's so, such a dad joke. Uh, I love it. Oh my gosh! Don't don't choke on your ambition. Something like that. I don't. Yeah, know. don't choke on your aspirations. Yeah, aspirations. Yeah. Oh, I geez. laughed so hard. But I was like, oh, it's a dad joke. This is great. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed how they like. I guess they like found old negatives or something from a New Hope that weren't used and got uh, Red Leader, Gold Leader in there. Yes, pretty, yes, pretty most awesome. definitely. I really like that a lot. But um, I don't know. I, I kind of felt like. Because I, I knew, you know, going in, the story is going to be everyone dies getting these plans and it works. Um, but, and I kind of felt like some of the characters, like, while I liked the characters, I kind of didn't care ultimately. I was just like, eh, they're kind of just there and then didn't they die? That's great. But, um, yeah. It, it, it was really enjoyable overall. The, uh, the what's the droid called? K2SO? Yeah, that, that one uh, kind of got on my nerves at first, and then I grew to like it a lot towards the end. Is yeah, I love that character. Yeah, it's it's a really he's good uh, one. he's pretty rad. Yeah, at, at first I was just like, oh boy, he's gonna say everything that's on his mind, and then it's just like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> like, <laughs> so yeah, and oh, I actually really like. Um, I can't remember the actress's name, but she played uh, Mon Mothma in the prequels, and now she's like aged, and she looks exactly like. Oh my god, it just. The way, the way she is now in this movie is just great. And yeah, uh, Genevieve O'Reilly. Genevieve O'Reilly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's excellent. And th- there are some other things that I didn't really care for, some uh, callbacks to other films where they bump into those guys from the cantina later. I was like, okay. And then they just show R2-D2 and C-3P. I was like, this is a thing. They're, yeah, there's the characters, you know. It's great. Although I did like they show Bail Organa, and he's just like, I'm going to go die in Alderaan now. Goodbye. 
Yeah. <laughs> when he showed up, I, when he showed up, I was very happy because, well, I just I have a huge love for Jimmy Smith. Uh, that that made me so happy when yeah. he showed up. But yeah. I was like, oh, Jimmy Smith, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm a big fan of uh, Donnie Yen, too. His, oh, uh, my God, yes. Force-sensitive, uh, what's his name, Chirrut Imwe or yeah. something? Yeah. Yep. He, he's a, he was a good time. Him and um, I can't think of the actor's name, but uh, I think his name's ba- Baze, something like yeah. that. That's Baze. the character's name, yeah. yeah. Yeah, something, yeah. He was good. Yeah, loved uh, him. For, yeah. For, Forrest Whitaker as the Saw guy, who was kind of, he kind of felt out of place to me. Weird cyborg veteran extremist guy. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, overall, pretty great movie. I, I, I enjoyed it. It's Star Wars. It's a movie that's in Star Wars universe. I'm like, hey, this is fun. I like Star Wars. Good time. Okay. Yeah. What about you, Matt? Basically the same. I, I really I love this movie. I love all the callbacks. I love the cameos. Mm-hmm. Um, I love uh, Ben Mendelsohn. In this, as uh, director Krennic, who it turns oh, out yeah. it, was, it was his idea the whole time uh, <laughs> to, hey, I want to make a thing that blows up planets because I'm an evil piece of shit and that's what I do because <laughs> I'm in the Empire. But hey, fun fact, he has to deal with Empire middle management, uh, which is one of the coolest parts of this series. I was talking to a friend of mine today about how one of our favorite aspects of Star Wars is Empire middle management, where mm-hmm. it's basically just a lot of red tape that he has to go through. And uh, some of that red tape has to do with Darth Vader, where you know he goes to Grand Moff Tarkin. He's like, but will I be in charge? And Tarkin's like... Well, how about you go to talk to Vader about that? So he goes to talk to Vader about that, and he's like, well, you have to go talk to Tarkin about that. I'm like, oh, so this is just like corporate life, except <laughs> super evil, so it's just like corporate life. And, uh, you know, he, he brings in his whole his little lackey and, uh, you know, Mads Mikkelsen, who is uh, never not great. Oh, um, of course. I've never been disappointed by one of his performances. But, yeah, I really like Ben Mendelsohn in this. Uh, I like Diego Luna. Um, Felicity yeah. Jones is good. Uh, Donnie Yen is best, basically one of the standouts for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love what they did uh, with with those characters. Um, but honestly, uh, I was just so happy to see Grand Moff Tarkin back on the screen. Uh, he is he's always been one of my favorite uh, characters yeah. uh, in Star Wars. Uh, he's uh, Peter Cushing just had such a menace about him <laughs> and. And I just, I, I love him. And I, I let out a very loud, holy shit, uh, when he popped up on screen. Um, because I guess they kept this character a secret. Um, but I just really love that they had him in there. Because it's very hard to make a story about the original Death Star without Grand Moff Tarkin. Right. I mean, that, I mean, as we learned in Rogue One, that's that's his. He Sure, he may, might have taken it from Krennic, taken all the credit for it. But that is... Uh, that's his baby right there. Mm-hmm. He, he's like, oh, yeah, that, that's me. I, I'm going to go up, blow up Alderaan. Hope, <laughs> I hope you're there, Jimmy Smits. I'll see you soon. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, I liked it. I really loved this movie. Uh, yeah. Is good. Is good. Yeah. Uh, as for me, I loved all the new characters, as, 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 as you both have you know went through. Uh, Felicity Jones, Diego Luna, Mendelssohn, Yen, Mickelson, I mean, uh, Tudyk, uh, Riz Ahmed. Um, oh, yeah, he was great. I liked him. Yeah, uh, Forrest Whitaker. All, like, they, they're fabulous. Outstanding. Donnie Yen, his scene uh, where he's battling the stormtroopers, top tier Star Wars moments for oh, me. Oh, my God, yes. Mm-hmm. Top five. Oh, oh, and I do have to say, he has the best joke in the movie. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, when when they put the bags on everyone's head and he's like, are yeah, you yeah. kidding me? I'm blind. <laughs> so, that so, got the biggest laugh in the theater. So, I mean, I, I loved them. I, I actually did not know they were all going to die at the end, okay? I, I, uh, see, that's the, that's the thing. Like, I figured they were all going to die because you've never heard of these characters again. But I was so swept up in their adventure that I, they, it tricked me. I was like, oh, maybe someone will survive. There's got to be one survivor, right? <laughs> yeah. Nope. That's, nope. That's what I Nuclear figured. hellfire. Nuclear hellfire for all of you. Yeah, holy shit. And the way they end that with, like, those two characters just staring it's, into the brink of death. <laughs> it's, a very, it's a very Seven Samurai ending. Yeah. And oh, boy. that's what I like. Yeah. And I also, about those two holding hands as they're about to die, uh, I said this as I was coming out of the theater. I was very happy that they didn't try to shoehorn in a romance. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's like they were, they like were, kind of like trade glances, but they never push it. They never push it, and it's just like they were comrades, comrades yeah. in arms. And, this, and they just had to have you know, that little touching moment. It's like, I don't want to die alone. I know we're going to die. Let's just hold hands while this nuclear hellfire goes towards our faces. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I, I love them. I love all that aspect of it. Um, and here's where you and I differ, Matt. I know. I uh, Okay. And, okay, let me go from top to bottom in terms of cameos. I was fine with C-3PO, R2-D2 showing up. Nah. Uh, <laughs> I was even fine with... Um, the the those two guys from the cantina who one oh of those them, guys are such assholes I love them <laughs> one of them I learned was a, is is his name like doctor something is that is that is yeah that the the, I, I, the guy with the 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 walrus looking guy he's yeah. a, he's a doctor <laughs> which I've never I did not know which, that uh, until which you know hey why not <laughs> that's fine he's totally I, a doctor okay okay I was like that's that's fine <laughs> but then we get to the rogue leaders in in the in the X wings. I was like, okay, yeah, uh, that's red that's leader and gold leader, gold leaders, whatever. I'm sorry, I'm not as big of a Star Wars fan as you, Matt. Um, that's I was okay. Like, I was like, okay, that's that's fine, that's fine. And then you move up to the final moment in the movie where Princess Leia shows up, and it's like ten seconds, and I'm like, okay, that's it looks kind of weird, but it's fine. And then you get to, I think, the worst aspect of the movie for me, the 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 aspect that did not work at all is Tarkin. I I, mm, I I didn't buy it at all. Like as soon as he showed up on screen, it was an eyesore. I didn't buy the effects. I felt bad for for Mendelssohn. Uh, he was acting his ass off. But all I can think of is is there's nothing there. It's like CGI. And I know Matt, you're gonna say like they had an actor. Uh, they had an actual guy there. Yeah, they yeah. had a guy there. But it just I I I could only see CGI. You know, uh, ones and zeros. I, I I couldn't see a real tangible character there. And I well, thank I, God, thank God they didn't do what they did in Episode Three. Uh, yeah, I, I I really wish they would have cast an actor and like put like prosthesis on him or something, make him like a flesh and blood thing. That's what they did. They did that. In I would have preferred three, that. It was wretched. I would prefer that. It looked like it looked like he had a balloon face. It was horrible. I would prefer that it, over this CGI oh, mess. Never, oh, I, never. I did not buy it in the slightest. So it's. <laughs> That first scene, I, again, I couldn't focus on 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 the on what was happening because I was so so distracted by this CGI mess. That's that's just yeah, how it, I saw it, it. It made me incredibly happy. I, I was not, it, not the happy. shock. It, t- it took one scene to get over the shock where I was like, "Oh, this dead guy is back alive and he's in a movie." 
And then it took, and then the next couple scenes, the, set, the effects started to settle in my brain. And I'm like, okay, I love this. I, I love this so much. Um, this is why I'm going to be pulling hard for this movie to go all the way with uh, best visual effects this year. I fucking loved it. Yeah, and each time it happened on screen, I was praying for it to be over because I didn't enjoy the effects. So, yeah, that's, I felt, that's I felt like it was. It stood out. It stood out pretty good to me too. But I, I think I enjoyed that better than if it was somebody with you know balloon face, like Matt said. That'd be. Oh my god, he looks terrible in episode yeah, three because yeah. it was just some guy with like let's put some giant fake cheekbones on him and yeah. there he's Peter Cushing. No, he's not. No, you he's look not. like <laughs> look. You look like a. You look like the mask. Yeah, they 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 could have had a flesh and blood character and make it look a lot better than that CGI effect. That's just how I thought about it. That's like the worst thing from the movie for me. Other than that, I that's the one thing that's keeping me from seeing it again because I was just so put off by that whole the whole digital character. So I'll see mm. it again eventually, but for right now, that just really bothers me. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go on Tuesday morning. <laughs> I don't I don't know when I'm gonna go, but uh, but yeah. or maybe tonight. <laughs> I'm not a fan. <laughs> not a fan of CGI Tarkin. Uh, it's is it's. Uh, it's not good. I don't know what else I could say. The effect didn't work for me at all. So, um, but hey, you know, I, I when I, whenever I think about that, I, I go back to Donnie Yen and how amazing he is. <laughs> so, there you go. There you go. I think about that. I'm telling you that scene where he where he destroys those stormtroopers. I was on the verge of tears. Oh, it's badass. I was like, yeah. this is an amazing. Okay. The, I, I really like the the the, the shot where he uh, takes out the Tie Fighter. When they're trying to get to Mad's character, yes, and he just not only not only knocks it out of the sky, but has it hit something else on the base. I was like, wow, yeah. oh god, yes, it's <laughs> so cool. Moments like that—that's that's why I love these new characters. Like they're alive. Right. I, I connect with them, each and every one. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a shame they all died at the end. <laughs> I would have loved to see more adventures. Yeah, well, you know, it, but it happened. So yeah. So I well, hey, uh, well, to be fair, uh, there's they have been talks that these characters will show up on that show, Rebels. Okay, but how mm. how would that Cause work? Because they, they they take place during the same time. Yeah, okay. Rebels is before this. Yeah, Rebels takes place before this, so you could have Donnie Yen's character show up for some reason. Okay, well, well, well that I don't think this is the end of all of these characters. I I, I really don't. I think you're going to see Diego Luna's character show up on uh, Rebels. It makes total sense. Well, 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 that's fine. Yeah, I, I, I love that this is their new expanded universe. That they're they're adding new characters. They're yeah. Even though this adventure may seem like it's not necessarily retread, but you know we know the ending. You know, it's not necessarily yeah. a new adventure. But hey, you know this right. this expanded universe that we're in now. They're for the most part doing smart things. So I, I and I love. Plus, I mean, go, go ahead, on. Matt. No, go ahead. I was going to say. I mean, if you can pack. All of these side, Star Wars side stories with enough, uh, oh my god, fuck yeah moments like Rogue One had. Yeah. Uh, come on. I mean, my favorite uh, non-character moment was when they used the uh, <clears throat> the Hammerhead ship as a freaking battering ram. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was great. Uh, to, to move the other ship. Yeah. I'm like, oh, th- I was like, oh, this is too cool. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. My favorite bit in that one, not character moment, is probably uh, just I really like how much of a more of a war it feels like. Just all the all the crazy, yeah. like hectic, and especially and this is in like the Clone Wars series too. When uh, ships will just come out of light speed and they're just like all of a sudden it's like like just a whole yeah, bunch of like, a whole fleet. Oh, it's so good. I love that so much. Oh, yeah, and and one yeah. aspect in it that I 
I was I was uh, hinting at when talking about Battle of Al- Battle of Algiers was like the guerrilla warfare aspect of uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, of Rogue yeah. One, like that that we've never seen in a Star Wars you know movie before, the the kind of like Saving Private Ryan type of you know uh, yeah you know striking you know dark uh, war uh, like almost hand to hand combat at times it's yeah. it's like rough stuff, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, uh, like we said, I mean, I I thought it was you know pretty damn good, except with like a few scenes I did not enjoy starring Tarkin. Matt, you loved it. Ryan, you 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 thought it was really good, right? Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, so that's Rogue One. Okay, I know Matt, you got it. It's great. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. All right, here's where we end the show. Ryan, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Before we go, plugs. Where can I find you online? Oh, um, I have a podcast of my own, actually, a comedy uh, kind of about uh, life and pop culture stuff, news and whatever. Uh, it's called Preach Podcast. You can find that, uh, what's a good one, soundcloud.com slash preachpodcast. We're on there. But, uh, yeah, Twitter, I guess. You can follow me there. Twitter.com. What is it? Twitter. What is it? Uh, I'm at the Hess Express. Yes. Find me there, yeah. So, uh, and then I actually tweet out the links for our podcast is also video. So we don't have a custom URL yet because you have to have a certain amount of uh, subscribers for that. But yeah, go ahead and give us a watch or listen. Tell me what you think. Very it's good. a good show. I like it. Thank you. Do that, folks. Matt's. What about you? As usual, you can find me on Twitter at the Real Matt C, and you can find me on Letterboxd under the same name to make sure I'm not lying about what movies I've seen. And you can also <laughs> find me as the managing editor over at TalkFilmSociety.com, where I'm po- constantly looking over great new content for all y'all to read. Content is good. Content is king. As for me, TalkFilmSociety.com. I'm the editor in chief. Uh, read all that. Listen to our podcasts. This one, Talk from Society. Uh, the Hamilton podcast that's that has new episode soon, and okay, here we go. What else am I saying? Uh, yeah, uh, at Marcel J Pico on Twitter. Matt, it's time <laughs> yes. for it's time for our signature catchphrase. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Thanks for listening, folks, and keep on watching. Oh yeah, that one. It's a bit. <laughs> <laughs>